Welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog and today I'm talking to Josh Elledge. Hello Josh, how are you doing? Uh, hang on just one second here. Yeah. Make sure I'm giving you... Okay, use head center microphone, stay close to the mic. Um, it's just my first time using Ringer. Um, yep. So I just want to make sure that I've selected the right uh, audio source. So it yep. should... Uh, I just want to make sure that you're not getting uh, like my laptop mic or something. No. Do, do I, how do I sound? You sound great. Okay. So, okay. Loud and clear. Okay, good, good. I yeah, suspect that, that everything's good. Let me just check one more time, just to verify. Sound input USB. Okay, good. Yeah, you should be getting my studio mic then. Yeah, great. And uh, this could be this extra material. Uh, for your information and for listeners, I'm doing as little as possible with the uh, recording and the editing and so on. I want to have it in a so-called raw uh, format. So this is great to hear that I have now a professional person, uh, audio person on the line here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's, blo it's it's both a blessing and a curse, because when you hear the slightest degradation, you're like, ah, <laughs> it's hard to listen to. And in, in a way, that could be a thing that you could hear that, but be uh, ruish, as they say in German, uh, uh, be calm. Uh, it will be taking the best uh, audio source and audio quality sound from your end and the best uh, from my end and then compile it and do magic with that and that's terrific the ring ringer thing so Great. i'll start out with reading from your bio uh, uh, twitter bio and then we'll talk about uh, media kits and and other things like that because this will give me lots of inspiration probably the listeners too so i'm reading yeah. from your twitter profile here josh elledge yes Yes, that's correct. And and I just want to make sure I understand who your audience is. Yes, uh, the audience is uh, people who are interested in new media, business philosophy and the good life, including tea. And I've okay. been pod podcasting for about uh, yeah uh, 10 years time now. Wow. So that's the thing. So uh, and uh, it was interesting to uh, how we catch up. And I will talk about that after we... Uh, Take the Twitter profile here, how, how we found each other. So, uh, and it was a great uh, story about that, I think. So yeah, for sure. You from, from your Twitter profile, Josh Elledge, in uh, one word on Twitter, and you are also a verified account here. Uh, syndicated mm -hmm. TV uh, slash newspaper consumer expert at Savings Angel. Now I help startups uh, gain fame and profits with public relations PR. Free workshop tools up and pr.com and you are based in Orlando, Florida. Up and pr.com joined May 2009 and you have impressive 19,000 19, or 19,400 followers and you are following 3,269 tweets. So that's the Twitter uh, uh, bios. I, I often start out with that and when I'm doing a follow up, maybe we'll talk again in a couple of years when we go straight to the conversation but you sent after we catched up here uh, through podcasters uh, interview uh, and uh, podcastguest.com uh, I, I looked around on your site and I was very impressed with all the material and how easy you made, uh, made it for the 
people who wants to interview with your media kit and podcaster especially and so on and then we found each other through podcastsguest.com and i i enjoyed your bio and also i lurked around on your site and then uh, i found that you have some issue with umbrellas so maybe we should take that from the gecko what's the problem <laughs> with umbrellas Yeah, well, you know, in in Orlando, Florida, where I live right now, occasionally, well, I shouldn't say occasionally, it rains quite a bit during the summer and uh, and fall months. And so uh, oftentimes you'll you'll see uh, people up and down the street with with umbrellas. And um, so in the United States, um, I I don't know if German umbrellas are the same, but uh, surrounding the exterior or the perimeter of the umbrella are these tiny pokey little razor things <laughs> and and I know that it's just it's going to be one of those one of these days that someone is not paying attention and I, that those little pokey things are coming right for my eye and so I when when I am walking uh, umbrella in hand and it's rainy and other people are walking to and fro around me I, I'm very um protective of of someone leaning that forward and popping me in the eye and uh, so much so that it's it's probably a, a bit of a um um I, i'm a bit overfraid i would say <laughs> i'm a bit concerned about it quite a, yeah. bit. quite a bit good and for stating for the record i don't know so much about german umbrellas but i know german i have studied german in in school and so on i'm from a socialist state here in sweden in scandinavia but it's pretty oh, close very good. to german germany uh, and i visited um, orlando in 96 that was my first time to america and uh, so i went to this uh, you know the show district there with the trains station road or street or whatever uh, uh-huh. i went to a bar there and uh, had an uh, it was an umbrella in the drink there and i got the glass uh, <laughs> as a gift so yeah. but i didn't see any rain it was a sunny all time there in uh, yeah, orlando yeah. florida so well I, I yeah. am actually half Finnish, so I hope you won't wow. hold that against me. No, I won't, because uh, Finland and Sweden, and they are uh, brothers in arms, you could say. Oh, if good. We, we should t- talk deep stuff uh, directly. Uh, we could say it was uh, something called the Swedish, uh, not uh, the, the Finnish uh, war and so on, and how uh, Swedes and Finnish helped each other uh, when it was uh, the threat. Uh, from the east, so to speak, from mm. from Soviet Union, and it's still yeah. a, an issue, you could say, mm. the whole Balt- Balticum and so on. But uh, the thing is, with languages, you know, uh, the Finnish is belonging to the Finnish uh, Ugran, I think, uh, language group, and it's belonging uh, to uh, Finnish, uh, Estonian, uh, Hungary, uh, Hungarian, mm-hmm. and uh, something else. Uh, but I, these three or four. And it's I I, w- I have studied in in and did a school project in uh, Sopron in uh, Hungary in Magyar country, and I say that Hungarian is probably the uh, most difficult language in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finnish, uh, I mean, the Finns they know many Finns know Swedish because they had to learn that in school and so on. Uh, but lots of Swedes don't know Finnish, so that's a long. <laughs> harangue about uh, languages <laughs> and talk, talking about that after this interview i will go to a, a meeting uh, with the association called interlingua 
That's a uh, constructed uh, uh, language, um, similar to Esperanto, but more logical. And uh, and it was founded by, I think, uh, some of a train, you know, Thunderbilt or something like that, uh, the wives were, uh, con- uh, constructed a new language called Interlingua. So it's based on sev- like uh, six languages, like Latin languages and so on. So you will be able to read a text if you know some, yeah, Spanish, Italian, and Russian and so on, and, and but also others. And it it's interesting that you could come up with a new language. It's since the 40s or 50s or something like that. So that's with ling- English. But I mean, Eng- English is the word language, I would say. Um, and uh, that, that's a g- good thing like that we have it in English. So we could reach plenty of listeners. So Great. from from your profile, and I'll probably include that uh, because now we've already got into the bio, but you have different bios here, the long and short and even shorter and so on. And when you are for the podcast or for the stage, uh, but the really short one is when it's game over. So I will make a short, short of that version. Josh Elledge is the founder and chief executive angel of savingsangel.com. And it's one of the nation's leading experts on consumer savings. Josh is a weekly syndicated newspaper columnist, reaching more than 1.1 million readers. He's also he also regular appears on more than 50 TV stations across the country, mm-hmm. having appeared on TV or radio more than thousand times. Uh, and then it's uh, a link to your site up and PR, and that you could ex- uh, explain to me. Um, what up end PR? What what should you read into that? Sure. Um, so I've actually created a lot of success for my own company, SavingsAngel.com, um, because we know as a business owner, it, it you really just need to introduce your company to customers. And the more people that you can introduce yourself to, then the more likely your sales will be better if you have a good product or service. And so when I started Savings Angel, I didn't have any money to advertise. So, but I did have a background in working with the media. I was in the United in the United States Navy for 5 years as a yes. Navy journalist and also for a couple of years owned a small town newspaper. And so I, I had some familiarity, worked in radio a little bit as well, and um so when I launched Savings Angel, instead of designing a bunch of ads, I just started reaching out to my local media and you know, found out what was it that I could, I could give to them or I could provide them that would provide value to their audiences. And it, that philosophy ended up working out very, very well. Savings Angel now has done over $5 million in sales and we've spent less than $500 in conventional advertising. We just, we just don't really do it. Um, Instead, we focus on giving lots of value to audiences. And so it's a philosophy that I believe very strongly in. And as I've explained my success and my system to other business owners, um, they are, are quite surprised <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that you can build a, a successful company without so much advertising. And so our system is really designed to help companies make a lot more money and spend a lot less money on advertising and, and be much more profitable. And they do that simply by, um, you know, just working with 
influencers, working with journalists, working with producers, and helping fill the needs that they have for their own audiences. And so that's become upend PR. And mm-hmm. beyond, you know, just a traditional public relations um, firm, we, we in fact do a lot of work in terms of do it yourself. You know, we provide a lot of education. We tell people all the tools that they can use for free. Uh, we do a lot with our uh, members as well. So for those who want to keep a very tight budget, um, but want a little bit of handholding, we do that as well. Uh, and then we have full service managed PR, uh, where we have phenomenal success um, in, in helping other businesses to get lots and lots of media exposure for their brands. Great. And and all of this started with that you were, could you say, frugal and, and uh, had an interest in this coupon, coupon and discount uh, services and so on and spread this information to, to others? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm, I'm frugal in, in all areas of business. Uh, yeah. if, you know, if I don't have to pay as much for advertising and there's a smarter, better way to do it, uh, I, I love researching that and, and learning what I should be doing. And, and yeah, that, that's in fact what led to, um, you know, my other company, Upend PR and Upend PR over the past year has actually done quite well. It turns out that, um, businesses, like the idea of being able to advertise their company for free (laughs) and do so without having to pay tens of thousands of dollars uh, to a traditional PR firm. Yeah, that's great to hear. And uh, and talking about free, uh, have you heard this acronym about there is nothing like a free uh, lunch? Yeah. Uh, Uh, so so how is that how could you use that as a for example podcaster myself blogger and so on a small business uh, person and i often say that i'm a poor capitalist i'm for the free market system uh, mm-hmm. struggling around here and believing in the exchange of ideas and and products and services in a voluntarily way uh, what's your take on like guerrilla marketing and how you could use it your resources in a, as the word economy is coming from in in a, in a reason, reasonable and rational way um, when you have limited resources. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd really like to touch on that expression that you shared. And in the United States, um, you know, we say that there's no such thing as, as a, a free, free lunch. In other yeah. words, yeah, I mean, even though you're going to get free advertising um, in terms of working with a radio station, working with TV, or maybe a popular news website, or you're working with an influencer, it's very important that you understand, and marketers really have a tough time with this, Um because they typically like to just talk about their product and service and they like to sell their stuff. Mm. But that's in fact the opposite of what you want to do when you are working with the media. What you really want to do is that you want to provide a lot of value. And the more value that you can provide that audience, then the more that that audience is going to get to know you, they're going to like you, and they're going to trust you. But you have to be a giver first. So in in advertising, we typically have very high control over the message. And however, it's very expensive. And the audience who sees that advertising tends not to trust us because... Well, the advertising is designed for one thing, to sell. 
And so because of that, the audiences really tend to not pay attention as much or they don't like it. So you compare that with public relations or getting in the media or working with any other influencer and you don't have as much control over the message because even though you would love to sell your product, really it's it's inappropriate to do that. So what you really want to focus on is just being likable you know, give away all of your best stuff and a certain percentage of that audience, they are going to want to learn more about you. And so they're going to want to come and see what else you have for free. If you have any products or services that they can buy, then, you know, that's that's kind of how that process works. Now, you also have to be very respectful of your relationship with the influencer or with the journalist, because if you get in front of their audience and you start selling your stuff, they're not going to like that and they're not going to invite you back. And so I teach that you really want to play the long game uh, and you really want to focus on the relationship so that you can be invited back over and over and over again. That's great. And how does uh, a journalist, uh, how do you help out a journalist, so to speak, uh, finding your your first time? If you're a start startup company, for example, or a small business owner starting starting out and setting up a site or a podcast or a blog or some yeah, ebook or whatever, uh, or an aspiring author. Uh, do you have any tips on how how to come out directly to the to this media scene, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, again, you know, usually when I visit with a business owner, or if I'm speaking to a room of business owners, and I say, okay, uh, here's your assignment for the next one hour. And assuming that I haven't taught them anything, I say, I want you to go out and do one hour of PR work. <laughs> and most of them panic a bit. And then I say, well, let me just ask you, you know, what activity do you think you would have done? And most of them say, well, I guess I would write a press release about my company, and I would send it to a bunch of journalists. And I tell them that that's typically one of the worst, most <laughs> ineffective things that you can do. Um, so what and the reason why is because journalists get pitched to all the time. And unless you are a very, very large, prestigious company, when you put out a press release, we nobody cares. We we really don't care that you announced or that you announced that you launched version 1.73 of your new software that has a new feature. The average person just doesn't care. And so what you have to do instead is you need to be a part of an ongoing conversation or an existing conversation that's already happening. So let's say that you run a travel website or a travel blog and you give recommendations for um, hotels in Sweden, for example. So, um, and, you know, let's say that, um, you know, your audience is international and um, so you make lots of recommendations. Well, what you would really rather want to do is when there is big news in travel and tourism in Sweden, let's say that there's a brand new hotel that opens up. Let's say that there's some big, big news in regards to, um, you know, some some major attractions, uh, or you know, it could be larger. Maybe it could be have something to do with the economy. Maybe you know the um, 
the 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 value of the U.S. dollar has improved in in Sweden, for example. Well, that would be a perfect time for you to say, well, this is something that's already in the news. It's just starting to happen, and then that is when you would reach out to the journalists and influencers that care about that story, and you would offer yourself to be an expert on that topic. Now. When you make your pitch, it's very important that you stay focused on what the journalist and the audience wants to know. And sometimes uh, business owners are like, well, wait a minute, how am I going to make money on this? Well, there's a lot of ways that you make money on this. You will be able to mention your product or service, but you need to be very you know, very careful about how you do it. It's appropriate to mention your product or service twice uh, and try to do it as part of a story. In other words, don't start going into all of your features and benefits of your product, but just say, you know, just, you know, and, you know, one thing that we learned at our website, and then you give the name of your website, is that we see that users really want, uh, you know, um, proximity to a major your landmark or something like that. So, so in other words, you mention it, um, but you have to be very natural about it. And you can't, uh, you don't want to mention it more than twice. Twice is fine. Three times is too much because oftentimes the journalist will also put your, let's say, for example, we're talking about TV, they'll put your website on the screen in most cases. And they will also, at the end of the segment, uh, acknowledge, uh, usually at the beginning and the end, they'll acknowledge who you are and what your website is. So that's good exposure right there. Wow, that's great. Thanks for that uh, introduction and great tip on how to be shown up, so to speak, uh, upending uh, your game. Uh, <laughs> and we'll talk about that. I have a good friend in, in Stockholm, the capital of Sweden, called uh, Stefan Engeset, and he has written four books. Uh, latest one is called Sharkonomics, where he uh, had studied uh, white sharks in South Africa and then um, blended together with economics. Uh, similar, you could say, like uh, free economics, but with with animals. Oh, wow. Uh, so um, a short story of it, it is if you stand still or if you not swim, you will be shark meat. Mm. Uh, but you could also use it in your favor if you're like a small start uh, startup or a small uh, player in the game and, and uh, then see people who are bigger ones that that not moving in the right direction or not moving at all. So uh, that's a gr- great book to hear. And at around this uh, halftime segment, I will uh, do a plug for uh, an affiliate that I am for Audible, uh, audible.com. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you could get a free trial there for audibletrial.com forward slash ego net cost. And there you could for, uh, find uh, books on PR and so on. Do you have a book tip there or directly here? I, I absolutely love Audible. What was, what was your URL again? Uh, audibletrial.com forward slash ego net cost, my podcast uh, name. So audibletrial.com forward slash ego net cost. I listen to so many audiobooks and you know it's you know over the past I just think of how much I've learned and how much my business has grown simply because of uh the books that I've been able to listen to you know my favorite are 
Um, I really like the, the, you mentioned Freakonomics, um, mm. but, you know, I really love books by Malcolm Gladwell, um, you know, books that uh, kind of the, explain the psychology behind sales or the psychology behind, you know, why we do certain things or how to influence, um, you know, public public uh, behavior and public opinion. Um, and then certainly, you know, books like Seth Godin as well. Uh, I, I've really enjoyed Great, because you have done at, uh, at least your 10,000 hours, so you could call yourself an expert, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that principle. I absolutely believe it. And it, it you know, so uh, in terms of building one's success, mm. you know, thought leaders in their space, if, if you are perceived to be the go-to expert in your industry, uh, I'm just going to tell you that business is generally going to be very, very good for you if you're perceived of as a thought leader, because you get all the exposure you want for free. Now, mm. how does one become a thought leader? Well, obviously, you need to be producing you know, new concepts and new thoughts and creating content, um, but it's also very important that you broadcast that information and those thoughts to lots of diverse audiences and many audiences. And so you kind of work your way up. And so it's a great, you know, speaking of 10,000 hours, you know, the more you share your message with other people, at first, Honestly, most of us do very, very poorly. I mean, so we're, we're not very good at being interviewed. We're not very good at teaching. But eventually, the more we do it, the better we get. And so that's another reason why I really advocate that businesses and business owners um, do a lot more to tell their story to audiences. Because the more they tell that story, the better they get. And the more people are going to want to be a part of what they do. That's great. Uh, have you have you visited or even been member of a Toastmasters club, Toastmaster International? I did when I was in the Navy, in fact, and yeah, it was uh, it was great experience. And I'll never forget my first extemporaneous speech because it was so bad. It was so painfully bad, and <laughs> you know. But it was because of that experience that I grew. And yes. similarly, I took a year of improv comedy classes, and again at the beginning. I was really, really, really bad. And I don't know that I'm very good today uh, at improv comedy, but at least, you know, I've put myself in a position where I was very uncomfortable. And it seems like when we put ourselves in positions where we're uncomfortable, we are forced to grow and become comfortable with that process. And we become a little less fearful of that experience. And so as a result, we tend to do better. Hmm. Are you still doing impromptu uh, comedy and so on stand up? I speak on it uh, and and um, <laughs> I, I could if I wanted to. Right now, I'm so busy with business. I've had the good fortune. Uh, so I do a lot of public speaking and I absolutely teach improv. And sometimes we'll have some little workshops uh, where I'll have some very uh, stuffy, you know, buttoned up uh, business professionals do some pretty silly things. <laughs> 
That's good to know because I mean that's how we had conversation here back and forth. That uh, you so said how you and that's I mean in, in full disclosure somehow uh, when we uh, reached out to each other on this podcast guests and and you I replied and you replied and I thought it was a that's great how you could find each other on on the net and and I liked your I mean seriousness and funny with a funny twist so to speak so and and the text you. So, so you have done a great job there and i will find lots of inspiration there for becoming this uh, thought leader and how you could broadcast or even narrow cast i mean last time i talked to gary shoulders that was a follow-up interview i talked to him two years ago and uh-huh. we talked about this uh, concept of podcasting and the name like it's part of the iPod and part of a broadcast mm-hmm. and broad how you want to be broad but at the same time you want to be narrowed also so yeah. that's what I'm working with, with as you asked about uh, my uh, audience and so on and uh, maybe that will be included in in the clip as as a like full disclosure so that's my thing that I'm interested in new media social media and I, I'm a social media evangelist ac- according to Stefan Engeset my good friend and author in Stockholm mm. uh, and I'm fine with that so I, I like that and also interested in business and philosophy and the good life and uh, we will talk about that uh, probably at the end of a show about fitness and beverages and other things like that mm-hmm. so how i mean because in in broadcasting and podcasting it's been pretty popular and and then you have an idea of something service or whatever you want to promote in in a in a nice way i'm an old purchaser so i've seen this other side with the sales people and so on and marketers So I, I recently joined a, a site called Fizzle. Have you heard about them? No. Mm-mm. They are, as they say ex- themselves, they are not douchebags. They are nice guys and, and girls. <laughs> But they, they, have, they have been very successful at marketing and helping people starting up with a site that will matters. Oh, I'm sorry. I, you said fizzle. Yes, of yes. course. Yes. Yeah, fizzle with yes. Z or Z or C or whatever. How you pronounce it? You have yes, a different uh, pronunciation in American and in Britain, I think. But yes. the, the last letters in your alphabet. So yes, yeah, fizzle. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now probably we have uh, scared away some of the listeners there, but it was not peace and pops and what it was. So. Good. Yeah. So, so fizzle, but then you could get a spark, but you could also fizzle out. And I have been struggling and uh, developing for like 14 years of blogging and mm-hmm. not giving up. Uh, but and due to the thing that I have r- written about everything between the sun and the ground, uh, and in my passion way, I have found people that uh, I, I create a relationship and develop that, and that have lead to other things like moderating and speak public speaking engagements mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, and now, I mean, be talking to you like a business uh, expert on on PR is is great. So I will spread this uh, into you as good as I can for people interested in this topic. Stefan Engeset, he has written a book on PR and advertising. So that that one you could get for free if you download it as a PDF, and you could of course buy it uh, as a book also. And he got, um, and now the name is uh, missing me, but uh, an uh, introduction by the guy who wrote the book about PR long time ago. Uh, so uh, it was funny how he put that together with now adver- uh, ads and so on, and how you could use you could say PR in a s- new, smarter way, not this as you said pushing out a press release. To journalists that get like hundreds of them every day, 
with all your product specifications and so on, but not adding value. Uh, that's that's a challenge to do that. And I think if you have introspection and learn your own value and what you want to have an exchange for, it will be easier in, in the future. And that could be a, g- a good segue for the halftime talking about the trader principle. I sent uh, like a, a guest uh, interview uh, document to you and uh, uh, halftime there is uh, called Trader Principle by Miss Rand. Have you read about uh, Miss Rand or her books or about the topic of, about the Trader Principle? No, I don't believe so. No? So then you have that for homework for some other time. But mm-hmm. I would say quickly, as we are doing now, we, it's an exchange of ideas and, and um, uh, services, and you do it in a voluntary way. You said about to, to give. I mean, I've been a member of BNI, where you have the principle sure. of givers, giver's gain. And I believe in that also, as long as you do, don't do it as a uh, sacrifice and so on. And it could become a giver's pain also. And I could be pretty frank about that, that I've given lots of advice during the years about social media, because mm-hmm. I say it's not, not rocket science. Whoever, whoever could do it by themselves, but I have done it for a bit longer time. I know my challenge is to package uh, what I'm having uh, for a long time. But... What I like with you is that you started out small in a ga- uh, thing that you, you learned about, passion about, and that led to another thing and another thing and so on. So that's, that's my uh, goal to do that also. And that's why I've joined now Fizzle and their course there on how to start a blog that matters, even if I well, have been good. blogging for 14 years. So I have learned <laughs> by introspection that I have to de- develop further and learn more, but do Great. it in, in my personal way. Uh, because that's, I think you probably get that uh, often when uh, when p- companies say, okay, we want to market this and this, and we want to tell how good we are and and so on. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, as uh, the trader principle, uh, the, one of the characters in in one of Rand's books is um, the fountainhead and the architect. There, uh, he he is doing it uh, Howard Rock in his way. He's not doing it for the customer. He's doing it for it himself. That he's building buildings. And then they have to come to him and understand his value. And that's how yeah. you have a change. So I think that's important also. I mean, the customers have, is not always right. Sometimes you have to educate them also. So, yeah, that's good. Anything else uh, talking about uh, the exchange of uh, ideas and products? How is that working uh, for you now with, with this uh, discount? You had this discount sales and savings. There you have... Uh, uh, companies that want to uh, reach new customers and then you want to have customers that wants to have a good deal. You have this, I mean, Groupon, I don't know how successful that is in, in USA lately, but it, it was like a rocket for a long time. Yeah. But here, here in Sweden, I think they even um, exit, um, at least in, in Gothenburg, I think, um, because you have lots of margins uh, and then or discounts. Yeah. But then it was like one time show. So, I mean, you get the discount like two for one or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then that, but then you don't uh, do a follow up or how do you say uh, uh, another purchase for the same vendor. And then it's a bit hard to or even that it, you get so successful, but you <laughs> lots of uh, custom, new customers, but you have so tiny mar- margins. It's hard exactly. to su- survive. What's your take on the whole thing? With because still it's working here in Sweden with, um, you know, the coupon, the, even the paper coupons that you go to the shop and so on. 
But I see that, I mean, what will be the next thing with this? What, uh, do you have any ideas and, and anything that you write on your site about that? Uh, how to be frugal and how to find the best deals and on the net and uh, in, in local markets and so on? Well, it's very important that you make savings as easy as possible for people, because uh, I think that, you know, if you're talking in terms of saving a dollar or two, that's, you know, I think a lot of people are very, very busy. We're very attention uh, deficit um, starved. Um, so we, we, you know, we just, it's, you have to make the process as easy as possible. And so these old school ways of couponing and, and providing discounts don't work as well as they used to. So it's very important that um, you make that process simple. So, um, you know, and that's kind of part of our philosophy with Savings Angel is that we really approached it from, well, yes, it's an investment. We're not a free website. We have a lot of free stuff on our website. Um, but if you want all of the best stuff, well, you know, we have a staff of 20, 30 people and, and right. it takes us a lot of time to do that. And so if you want to save time, we save our members the equivalent of, you know, one to two hours every single week easily. And so for that, we charge them $3.99. And then they are able to get uh, the rewards of saving two, three, four hundred dollars or more in U.S. And so that's a lot of money, and that's a very good return on investment for our members. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a believer that you know Groupon is great, but it just has to be very convenient. Um, and um, yeah, it's they certainly don't have the uh, energy. Uh, behind them that they did at the very beginning. I think the novelty is kind of worn off. Um, but, you know, in terms of Groupon, I've gotten some amazing things. I got uh, braces for my oldest daughter uh, through Groupon. I got LASIK eye surgery, so I don't norm I don't have to wear glasses anymore. And that was a phenomenal deal. I, I got it for better than fifty percent off, and I got it at a very prestigious, a very very good place. So it's important to you know watch you know before we spend money on anything. It's amazing what you can get discounts on if you simply ask or just do a search. Mm. That's that's interesting, and also as a, as a form of purchase, and that you could be able to negotiate and and have a, a positive thing exchange there. And that's uh, in some way you could call it a game, but it's I mean it's a buyer and seller, and it's, it's still this voluntary exchange that uh, mm -hmm. could be interesting to see. And I mean, that they're often very good at that in Asian cultures and so on. And uh, and I think that could be something to learn from also. Uh, mm -hmm. Are you are you planning to an, to an international site or do you already have uh, international con connections? Uh, for saving up end PR, we have members around the world. And yep. um, matter of fact, you know, I've got one client in France and she's been on France 24. I think this will be her fourth time. She's been on PAX. She's been on a number of, of TV outlets and she's done a lot of work um, on behalf of Syrian refugees. And so mm -hmm. it's very, in, you know, always in the news. And so once she, you know, we worked with her to get her branded as an authority in that space. Now she is um, always being sought after by the media. Um, 
So yeah, our you know our principles work throughout the globe. Our con- we have contacts in the media throughout the uh, throughout the the world as well. And with Savings Angel, the information that we share uh, is universal. It works throughout the world. Um, the specific deals and offers uh, tend to be focused a little bit more on the United States, but that's okay because what I teach will work anywhere. Okay, that's good to know. Thanks. Well, that uh, what's your uh, future plans, uh, Josh? Uh, do you have any uh, suggestions also on future guests or topics? Because this has been an interesting mix of uh, PR, funny anecdotes, uh, and uh, how to build a site and and uh, work on it. And so, yeah, what what's your interest in this area? And also, uh, as I said, your media kit uh, is impressive with all uh, the interviews that you have done and so on. Yeah, my intention is to completely disrupt and upend the entire public relations industry because I believe that it's it's a great industry for large companies, uh, but I believe that the PR industry is not serving small businesses, it's not serving entrepreneurs, and it's not serving startups at very well at all. So we work with doctors' offices, dentists' offices, authors, speakers, coaches. We, we We work with everybody. So yeah, my my plan is to have uh, well over 10,000 uh, clients uh, over the next couple of years. Great. That's great to hear. So we will we will follow this uh, along and see how you are doing. And so it's 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 great to, to hear about these plans for the future. Do you have any like uh, giveaway stuff or to joke then a discount or a coupon or something like that for uh, the listeners, readers and fans of Ego Netcast and yourself, of course? Yeah, absolutely. Since you asked, that's a good question to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got uh, at Savings Angel, um, for those in the United States, I'm sorry, for those uh, in other parts of the world, you're welcome to, uh, we have a free coupon database that you can use and where we maintain a database of over... 8,000 coupons at any one time. That's wow. absolutely free that we that we make available. Now at Upend PR, anyone in the world can use this. And I have a Twitter publicity mastery course that I normally retail for $60. And your listeners are welcome to redeem it right now absolutely for free. But you have to go to this top secret URL. And it is upendpr.com forward slash fire f i r e and if you go there uh it it will give you the uh, coupon code fire and you can get that uh that course for free so twitter is absolutely my favorite 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 platform for getting lots of publicity and exposure and connecting with any influencer that you like but the The thing is, you have to do it right. <laughs> yeah. And so just follow my system and I teach you exactly how to make friends with about anyone you want uh, over Twitter inside of four weeks and you can pitch them and they will say wonderful things about your company and you can make a lot of money. That's great to hear. And uh, Twitter is also my favorite uh, uh, social media pl- uh, tool, uh, gadget, and you could also say in, in a way a platform. Because I like the openness, I like the transparency, and and you could reach out to to influencers and others. Uh, and so I started with this 
already 2007. It took some time to learn uh, about it and get it. And I'm still following along and see how Twitter is doing. I have some issues with, with Twitter also, uh, like the following. Uh, how you how many you could follow and what you could do if you're a serious one because they have lots i mean issues with the bots and so on and the two-way communication w- with some of the influencers and so on here here in sweden it's lots of uh, f- famous people celebrities and so on and also politicians and others but uh, some of them i think would be <laughs> uh, getting you g- great details and information from your course there i think and talking about that i will go to the biggest uh, Uh, book fair here in Sweden and I think one of the biggest in Europe uh, next week called uh, Gutenberg Book Fair and the mm. topic there is uh, freedom of speech and uh, and so on and free speech uh, so that will be interesting so I'm covering that for small business trends and I'm also for uh, doing uh, working with uh, a civil defense association you know like these 72 hours that you will be able to be safe for three days So we will see what will happen there. And, and uh, so I will read on that course uh, before that. And also, of course, for my own business and so on. And um, I'm, I'm writing a book uh, about tea or several books on about tea, like a tea series. So I want to follow along there and see how I could reach potential readers, uh, crowdfunding supporters and so on. So uh, I will definitely look into that um, course and material and you said it was fire like this uh, you know the fire and the spark and the fire and the mm-hmm. heat yeah and, that's exactly uh, it yeah and the uh, fellow uh, podcaster there uh, john lee dumas he is his uh, podcast is now called eo fire so uh, it was formerly entrepreneur on fire but now it's eo fire because i think the uh, magazine entrepreneur uh, had uh, issues with that so he has oh no yeah he, he had to shorten his name so oh no uh, i didn't know that no but he had done a pr thing about it. if you scroll down uh, on on his site at the bottom he says that he has no affiliation with entrepreneur.com and so oh okay but i mm. but i didn't know that it was a big thing about it and no I mean, So, but that we could talk about some other time about how old media, how they could react in sometimes. I, I would mm-hmm. be f- in a way flattered Ugh, if somebody yeah. say, but yeah. Uh, so my and I will have no problem if somebody will take something with the word "I" in Latin, ego, for me because I know it's a sensitive word. So people will probably stay away from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's great. And talk about that. Uh, We have uh, you. You have to do a plug for your site here, and and then again explain the name up and PR. Mm-hmm. So w- where could they find you? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Um, so the URL is up u p e n d p r, and on there I've got a free download, um, a free um, uh, workshop. In fact, um, in this coming Tuesday, I'm going to be doing a workshop on how to get all the PR that you want. It's absolutely free. It's not a sales thing. Um, I, I really, my intention is just to help and inspire as many business owners and startups and, and um, entrepreneurs as I possibly can. That's great. That's great, Josh. And now we'll end with, uh, because you said at the short bio here, you say that you are, you live in Orlando, as you said, and you're doing US Navy veteran. And to be a bit serious there uh, i mean yesterday it was 9/11 and 15 years uh, mm-hmm. i had a solemn day there uh, so uh, thanks again for for 
doing the service there and protecting the Western world. Um, mm. Yeah. And you, you are a dad of three awesome kids uh, and a self-proclaimed fitness geek. Yeah. So you, you have to tell me more about that. Uh, what kind of fitness? I have a good friend that has a site called Fitness Date Club. So it's like dating people who are interested in dating self or finding a training partner. So what what what's your interest in fitness? Yeah, well, I, I actually used to be um, overweight. And um, thankfully, I, I you know, just made the decision. Uh, and I, I actually followed my own system for, for couponing. And I just started using coupons to buy healthier and healthier foods. And uh, I just tried to eliminate as many processed foods as possible and focused on eating more healthy produce and vegetables and tried to eat less uh, sugar and uh, breads and carbs. And so I lost a lot of weight. And, you know, in the process as well, really developed a love for running and weight training. And I've run a couple of marathons. And, you know, when I, I use the word geek, because I love fitness technology as well. And, you know, to be able to measure everything and to measure my my pace and my heart rate and to experiment by doing different things and seeing how that responds. You know, I've learned so much about my body. And uh, and as a result, you know, I, I just live such a healthier lifestyle than than I once did. So I'm very excited for the technology that that we have today that allows us to live healthier lives. And I'm also excited for the technology that allows us to save more money and get better products and services and get more exposure and create success. It's it's I, in my opinion, it's a great time to live in the United States. And throughout the world. Sorry. Yeah, but I agree. I, I, <laughs> it's a great time to live anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, and as I said, I'm an American in spirit. I started and work in America and I miss America also. So I, I look forward to visit America again and uh, live there and so on. So I agree with you full heartedly. And also about uh, fitness and geeky, uh, they have is, is it Nerdist? I think one, that's also one of Fizzle's uh, clients there and how to uh, combine uh, to be a geek or nerd and to be interested in, in uh, training. Yeah. So are you by, by chance an Apple fanboy? Do you, what kind of uh, I have phone? become one, yeah. And yeah. I wasn't for quite a while, uh, but eventually, uh, you know, I got tired of having to replace my laptop every two years and or every year and a half. And, you know, since I kind of switched to that platform, I, I have just appreciated that a bit. <laughs> yeah. Do you have an Apple Watch also? I don't have it myself, but do you have it? I do, yeah. Okay. I don't so. really use it a whole lot um, except for... When When I do run, but yeah. I've always used, uh, when available, I've either used Garmin's um, yeah. wrist, uh, you know, their their uh, device, their GPS watch, mm -hmm. uh, or uh, I've used a um, Pebble for quite yeah. a number of yeah. years. You know, really just being able to easily see that information is very important. Um, so I do a lot of work now when I when I run, uh, all based on my heart rate. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I try to, you know, I try to make sure that I'm getting, you know, very high, you know, very um, strenuous work. I, I, I'm a big believer in uh, interval training. Mm. And um, so that uh, being able to see that knows, you know, it shows me when and where I should be, you know, pushing myself more. Okay, that's interesting to, to hear. And 
we could include some show notes back and forth later on with links to to good apps and so on because uh, this apple watch here has it has this is it free rings that you could say, say if you have been standing up and if you have moved around uh, enough yeah. and so so uh, i i'm i don't run so much but i i i like to walk and take uh, walks and listen to podcasts so i use a couple of apps so i will include in the show notes that you could see your progress and and in in a nice way and mm-hmm. also i recently downloaded an app um, Uh, you have a sleep cycle because that's an important part in in your life also to eat, uh, exercise, mm-hmm. and sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you have a sleep cycle, but also that you could measure your your heart uh, rate and and so on. So uh, you're absolutely great. right. So during your training, after and before your training, what do you drink as a beverage? You know, I it's funny you should ask because uh, unfortunately I, I have drunk uh, I, I've drank a lot of soda mm. and um, about forty five days ago I made the commitment to stop drinking uh, carbonated beverages, particularly yep. those with high caffeine. Mm. And so as of today, yeah, it's been uh, about forty days, no caffeine. Uh, so no coffee, no tea, no sodas. And I really just try to drink water. And, Mm -hmm. um, as a result, uh, I don't get as stressed as I once was. Uh, I sleep better and, um, I feel like I don't have that crash in the afternoon Mm -hmm. where, uh, I would be all energetic in the morning and then come afternoon, I would just... Yeah, I feel terrible. So I don't really have that anymore. So again, you know, it's one of those things where I, I love to experiment and just see what happens. My next one is to completely cut out sugar altogether. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting to hear because that we could have a discussion and maybe even a debate. But I agree with you with this. Um, you said with sugar thing and also the soda or pop or, or soft drinks or whatever you call them. It mm-hmm. could be, I mean, refreshing sometimes. Uh, but uh, I don't drink it uh, much at all. Uh, so it's interesting to hear about your water. And uh, my book that I'm writing, or the first book that will be in book series, saying that the mo- second most popular beverage in the world, and that is tea, so mm-hmm. uh, after water. So uh, that, that's interesting to, to hear your thoughts about that. Um, yeah. I, I like a product that uh, that I'm also so full disclosure uh, independent distributor of also a much green tea in powder form mm-hmm. called matcha. It has some nat- natural sugar in it uh, to to get a little kick, but not if you would compare that with one gram of sugar or something like that, with uh, like uh, the other brands, you know, the energy drinks and others and, and soft drinks, it's minimal. It's very little compared. And you don't get that uh, crash uh, and peak and then crash and uh, boom. So you, you get mm-hmm. a, a good, um, how to say, good development there. And I That's like nice. it. You could have it cold and warm and or mix it in like uh, yogurt and so on. So... If you want to test out that, uh, please look look into matcha green tea powder form. So, do you have uh, like a filter that you use that for your water, or or what kind of water do you use? I do. Uh, I've got a couple of whole. I've got a whole house water filter um, yeah. that uh, that I use. I um, I think you really have to. I think, and I'm not sure how the water is in Sweden, but uh, I, I think in the United States we have a lot of concerns over. N- 
you know, it's it's well treated, but I think it's perhaps a bit over treated mm -hmm. in the sense that um, there are other things, you know, chemicals that they add to it. You know, certainly the you know, there's fluoride. So there's some, you know, some concerns about, well, is, you know, drinking that much fluoride good for you? So, uh, you know, I, I think that that's I, I'm not an expert in this. I just know that personally, uh, I try not to drink unfiltered water because I drink a lot of water. So it's it's pretty important that I make sure that um, I'm only getting the good stuff. Mm, that's good. To hear. I, I recently purchased this uh, like this Brita filter that I had mm -hmm. also oh, yeah. in, in America. So I, and I want I'm very interested to hear see what kind of difference it will be on the tea taste. So when you mm, do that and, yeah. and see that. And also my my co-host of another podcast called Pro Productivity with uh, it's a made up word in Swedish so if you take the word productivity plus T you have two E's at <laughs> the end uh, he, his daily routine there in the morning is to the first thing he, he does uh, is to drink I think a, a half liter of water or something like that mm. and start start out with that so that's that's good to know so uh, good luck with uh, drinking of aqua so yeah um, <laughs> And, and at the end here, I uh, will give a call to action, but uh, stay tuned with Ego Netcast. Go to egonetcast.com forward slash support. And there you can find different ways of supporting this show. And how could uh, the listeners uh, support you, Josh? Uh, please uh, give an end note and uh, thought here of, of this uh, episode. Uh, sure. Well, uh, please take advantage of everything free that I've already shared. Um, and that's at upendpr.com. And certainly you're welcome to take a look at savingsangel.com. And if I can help you and your family, or if I can help you with uh, more success in business, uh, it would be a great honor. Thank you so much, Martin, for having me on. Thank you very much, Josh. And talk to you soon again. Cheers. Great. Thank you.